What's up, cool kids? We are back and better with another episode of the Power and Pros podcast with your girl, Des. And yeah, what's popping with y'all? I hope that y'all are doing good, that y'all are doing great, taking care of yourselves. I just want to come on here and just share a little transparency moment, y'all. Like, I have been in my self-discovery bag, like real deep in that bag. And it's tough. I'm not going to hold y'all. It's a little tough. Like there are things that when you do self-discover, you discover. (laughs) And when you discover stuff, it's like now that you're exposed, you can't be unexposed, you know? Like once you go down that path, you can't turn back. And so there's stuff that I'm recognizing that I'm like, dang, that's really how you are. (laughs) That's really the natural inclination that you have. And for you to go to this new space, to this new place, we got to do something about that, right? And so there are some things that I have been having to break up with. And y'all know breakups, breakups are never cute. They're never easy. They're never fun. Like nobody likes them. And ideally, according to us, we would just keep on doing the same old, same old, same old, same old. And when we would do it, things would just happen to get better and we wouldn't have to put forth no real effort. And the thing is, that's just not how things work. Like when we want to grow, we're going to have to go through some breaking. We're going to have to go through some crushing. We're going to have to go through things that are just not favorable to us in the moment, but they're favorable for the future us, right? I think that's true for even like breakups with people. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're talking to somebody and, or a friend, even I've had friend breakups that have crushed me, like, oh my God. But I think it's like, I know that they're beneficial, but in the moment, it's like, this sucks, you know? And so I think that I just want to be real about that one for myself, because there are times when I try to like speed up the process. I just want everything to be done. I'm healed and everything lit and popping. And that's a guarantee, right? Those who endure, and it's literally in the word, those who endure, you're going to get the promise. You're going to get what you need. You are going to be saved. That's literally in Proverbs. Not that way, but you know, something like that is in the Bible somewhere, child. And It's true, right? But you have to endure to get it. And so there are a couple things that I have been breaking up with that I want to share. One, my limited beliefs about myself. I realized that I don't really have a limited view of God, I guess, or like a limited scope of him. I think I'm really starting to finally get that God is God and he's going to do his thing and he's going to do that thing every time. Like he's going to come through. And I think I actually believe that. Like I feel like the end is going to be the end. It's going to be right and tight on what it's supposed to be. Where I'm having a, a little tough time is me that I'm chosen, right? That the path that he set me on is for me to be on. That the skills that I have, the quirks about myself that I have, all of those things are part of the journey. Like I need all those things about myself to get where I'm trying to go. Like that is something that I just, I have some limited beliefs about what I think about me and that is stopping me from being a me that I'm trying to be. And so that is a thing that I am constantly and actively breaking up with each and every day because it's it's a process. My habits and my effort level. Past season does had a past season effort that I gave for things and I was being intentional and all of that, right? But I could just do my thug thizzle when the thizzle thugs. Like I didn't have to think about something. Some stuff just came to me and it was it. And I got the results I wanted to see. People understood what the heck I was talking about. Like it just worked out. And I'm noticing now that I'm going to have to break up with that effort level and that ease and that comfort to get to the next level. Like if I want new things, I'm going to have to do new stuff. And some of those new things 
are new. And so since they're new, it might take me more time. It might take me more effort. And so I'm not going to be able to just show up as a past season desk and get new era desk blessings. Like that's just not a thing. And that is a difficult unlock because I have habits that I've been doing, even the way that I record the show, the way that I edit, um, how I talk to friends and like X, Y, Z, right? Like if I'm trying to deepen my relationships with people, if I'm trying to deepen my relationship with God, like all of these things, then it's like, okay, your time management is going to look a little bit different. How you show up in this space, how you prepare for something is all going to change because you're going deeper and you're going deeper to raise you higher. But if you do the same old thing, you're going to be here. It's going to be a flat line. And we don't want a flat line. We want to keep going up and up and up and up and up. So that's something I've had to break up with. And then what I place my identity in, are you joking? Like, hi, that's something I've been discovering. I feel like I know who I am, right? And I feel pretty clear about that. But I think what I was hanging my hat on in certain areas, my career, Okay, like me in this shift, in this transition of losing my job and not even wanting for real to be in advertising no more. And what does that look like? Even though I went to school for advertising, moved to New York for advertising, I've been working in advertising. So it's like, okay, if you don't want to do that anymore, are you still desk even though you're not doing those things? The answer is yes, but do I believe that? Do I operate in that? Do I still show up fully as me? without that title or without that lens that I view the world in anymore, right? And so that has been something that has just been challenging me on like, how are you showing up? And are you showing up as your full self or are you showing up as some knockoff version of you because you feel like the full version was reserved for this other season that you're just not in and that not being there is cool, right? And I think when we think about people and we break up with them. It's like, yeah, if you kicking it with an old crew, if you had an old boo, whatever, it can be a journey to find your footing when you're no longer associated with those people. It's kind of like, dang. I remember I had broke up with somebody and literally I started watching basketball because of them. Like, you know, like my parents didn't really watch basketball. My sister don't like nobody in my household watched basketball. So I kind of didn't either. None of my friends. And when I was dating him, and I didn't mind. I started to be like, oh, this is fun. And like at the end of a game, somebody shoot a buzzer beat. I'm like, this is so exciting. And then I played my junior year. And so I started to introduce basketball into my schedule, but it was based off this person. And so when we broke up, I was like, do I watch basketball or did we watch basketball? And that was a question I straight up had to ask myself. And I think I've shared this on the show before. And I was like, no. I do. Like, I'm literally, I do this when this person is not around, even when we were together. So it's like, I can do this. Like, you don't own the NBA. Like, I can watch whatever I want. And as silly as that sounds, I feel like we do that. When we're going into a new era and we have been cut off from a certain thing, if you like your girl, you know what I'm saying? You lost your job or anything. Like, I think if we move to a new apartment, I think just finding out how do I exist in this space and what part of me am I giving myself permission to allow to show up? And what things do need to be dead on arrival? What stuff is not welcome here because I'm cultivating something new? And those things that you don't allow in the door, those things that can't cross the welcome mat are breakups. And they can be tough. One, to sit with the actualization of, but then also to carry it out. You know how many times you can block and unblock somebody, block and unblock somebody? And we can do the same thing with past versions of ourselves. We can say, oh, I'm not going to show up with these toxic traits, or I'm not going to show up with these habits because they don't serve me in this season, or I'm going to wake up because I have these things that I want to do with my day. But then we unblock the version of ourselves that sleeps in, 
We unblock the version of ourselves that don't work out, that don't care about our health. We unblock the version of ourselves that don't give ourselves positive affirmations and that don't speak highly of ourselves to ourselves, right? And so as we do that, we get confused. We start to send mixed messages on who we are, on what we need, on how we operate for us. Like we are confused about us. And that's why I listen. I love a clean cut. When I break up with something, with somebody, child, I like to just know that it's over with. It's dead. And it gives me parameters to move in. It's not even on some like trying to be cold or, you know, not having a heart or anything like that. It's just straight up. I need to have a lane that I can move in. I need to have some some boundary lines on how do I operate? How do I shift? How do I move in this space? And I'm realizing that with me, um, there are some harsh lines that I have to keep up. And so last episode, I actually talked about like my habit tracker and stuff like that. And so being able to look at that and say, okay, these things are what is allowed into this space. This is what's unblocked for me to reach my potential. And this is what I can keep up. I have to constantly come back to that. Something I look at every day because we need reminders. We are closer to the past version of ourselves, that past relationship, that past era, than we are spending time in the new era, the new phase, the new relationship, right? And so it's a constant reminder but you are able to do it. And that's the thing about breakups. That is the thing that nobody is talking about is you can know that it's the thing to do. You can know that it's right and tight, but it doesn't make it any more easy. It doesn't mean that you're not going to put forth the effort that you're going to have to make conscious thoughts about some things. And that's tough for me. I think that when I make those clean cuts, when I draw that line in the sand, that it's over and done with. And I'm just ready to fully step into the next thing. And that's not, <laughs> that's not how this thing works. It takes time. And the thing is, there there are things that you can do, but if you're so caught up in the fact that, oh, I'm going through this, it can haunt you. And I have been there on and off for the past couple of months. So I'm just like, is this even happening? Right now, am I really having to go through this? Why is this a experience of mine? And I'm realizing it's like, bruh, get your tools out. They will help you. And so I want to share a couple of tools that I'm trying to keep in mind with my breakups that I'm going through. And I hope that they can help y'all as well. The very first thing is allow proper time to mourn. There's time needed for that. And I really have been... um. I guess not even thinking about it, but I'm noticing just how I treat my feelings and just trying to allow more space for them and go through like, have conversations with myself about me, about what I'm experiencing, about the people around me to get a proper lens and scope, yeah, of what's going on, but just in general to allow my feelings to be feelings, right? And so proper can vary, right? What is proper time? What are the proper emotions? What's the proper next steps after you feel? That can change depending on you actually breaking up with a person. If you're breaking up with um, yourself in certain ways, like I am or what have you, right? It can change and it can vary by the day. So I think allowing time to mourn also means old mourning patterns. There were old ways that I would shed different layers of myself, right? That don't work right now. Like they literally, I tried to go in my bag and pull it out. And I'm like, oh, this is not, like I can't use this right now, right? And so allowing yourself proper time to mourn and even mourning that fact that you're mourning is all part of the journey and you need it. If you try to skip that step, if you try to just act like you a G 
and that everything is all good, I promise you, you will not see the results that you want to see. You have to allow yourself time to mourn what was so you can get to what will be. The next thing is to adopt a forward focus. Adopting a forward focus can look like spending time with you, like literally hanging out with you, doing things that you enjoy, things that you like, finding those little pockets of happiness. And it can also look like trying new things. I think trying new stuff, I'm risk adverse, okay? I don't like to try new stuff. I like to know what I'm doing and do it well. And so trying new things can seem very intimidating and like, why would I do that? Why would I um, leave margin for error? But actually doing new things creates like a stimulus within ourselves where we can fully just enjoy things in a new way, but you won't know it because it's new, right? And so you need that that space and that time to try new stuff. And as you do that, you begin to tell yourself new narratives. Now, why are new narratives important? Why are new narratives important? They're important because as we tell ourselves scripts each and every day, as we go forward in our life, we believe those things, right? What we tell ourselves we believe and we repeat those narratives. And as it's repeated, you start to take in the signals from the story. And then you start to walk out that story. As you tell yourself narratives, as you tell yourself things, as you start to believe those things and then walk out those things, that can shape the entirety of your life. And so telling yourself new narratives, adopting new scripts can literally change what this era, what this week, what this month looks like for you. But you have to dare to try something new, to tell yourself something new and accept it as the truth. Just try it. Accept a thing as the truth today, an affirmation that you tell yourself this morning, look in the mirror. And even if you like, what am I saying? Why am I doing this? Just adopt it as truth. One day, give yourself one day and see how it impacts your entire mood. It can shift everything. And as that one shift starts to happen with one sentence, one affirmation, one narrative, you create space to adopt more. And as you continue to do that over and over and over and over, you look up, you bring a completely new book, a completely new chapter that outlines who you are, what your life adds up to be. And you bless you, you bless people around you, and it just helps everything work out how it should. So Adopting a forward focus helps you to do that. You don't need to adopt new scripts if you're looking backwards because the script is written. The narrative is there. You know what happened. And as you start to repeat what happened, you can mistakenly or knowingly start to tell yourself what's possible for the future. And the thing about the past is if you use the past strictly and nothing else to tell you what the future is going to look like, your future will be limited. The past can give you ideas. It can point out patterns and habits, right? But it does not tell the totality of what's to come. And so what I find dangerous, especially during breakups, is when I just be replaying. I'm talking about putting movies on the screen from my memories and they don't serve me. It keeps me locked in what was. And I start to lose hope for potential of what could be. And so being able to separate those those scripts, being able to separate those narratives and create space in the capacity for you to adopt new narratives, to try new things, allows you to have a new reality in the future. And the last thing, this is so, 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 so important for any breakup that you are going through, child. 
Invite others into the process. You cannot go through a breakup alone. If you've ever gone through a breakup, then you know. It's difficult, it's tough, it's rough, it's scruff. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. You want to invite people along on a journey. Even when things are on the up and up, you want people on a journey, right? Because they can sharpen you. They can push you. They can give you new ideas. Y'all can bounce stuff off each other. And they can stand with you when things are low. This is also scripture. That when one person stand and they fall, they just, they fail. But when two are gathered, they can pull each other back up to keep going. And that's real tea. Like if you are having a good day and then boom, an old script comes into your head and you start to feel depleted and defeated and you got a homegirl that you can call, she can start to speak life into you. She can start to tell you what's the truth and help you get back on the right track. But if you are just relying on your your own brain to get you there and your brain ain't telling you things that are helpful right now, then that's all you have. And you just start to spiral down that path. And it seems that much harder to get up and to get out. And you might stay in that place unnecessarily long when you didn't have to. And so I think it's just really, really, really important to invite others in. And you want to use discretion, okay? Every friend, every partner, every mentor, every coach, every family member is not that person <laughs> to call when you are going through some strife in your life. And y'all know it. You want to pick people that can understand, that can lean you back to God and to your purpose and to the truth of your situation and not just wallow with you and be like, yeah, this sucks. Like, you know, you want people that can say that, that can um, recognize and honor your feelings, but you also want those people that can push you forward, that can help you write that new script that you're trying to create for the chapter that you're in right now. That is the key thing, but you don't want to do this alone. Find you somebody that you can be in this thing with because you need somebody to be in this thing with. Like, Every part of our journey, everything that we go through also isn't even just for us. It's for other people. And so as you continue to go about your journey, as you continue to learn new things and to experience new things, as you share that with people, you thinking that you calling them for them to help you. And then they might turn around and be like, girl, you to help me. Like, you know, and you never know what people are struggling with. And I think a lot of times we say that we post that. And then we all stay in our bubbles and we all stay like closed up. And so taking that first step to be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. I just feel like I need to share this with somebody so I'm not in a struggle by myself. You're able to also connect and form those bonds. And then that's your person that you can be in the trenches with. And then when y'all are up, y'all are up together. You got somebody that you're giving an encore for them, they're giving an encore for you. And y'all can continue on that journey together. And so do not journey alone for anything that you're doing. Starting a new business, adopting new habits, your workout journey, all of that. It is proven. Like it's science and it's Bible. Like you got both of them working together. That when you do things with other people, when you have accountability, you have a higher rate of success. And so grab you an accountability buddy for this journey that you're on. Reminder, you have the strength that you need to endure. You have it. You already have it. This moment is needed for your growth. You need it. You can't bypass it. I've tried. <laughs> you cannot bypass this moment. It is needed for your growth. It's needed for your destiny. It's needed for your purpose. It's needed for the people that are connected to you that you're supposed to be helping push them into their purpose. And don't allow shame to block you from making progress. I have to be reminded of this yesterday that. You're human, not a robot. So if you need help 
If you're experiencing feelings and you're like, why am I feeling this? I just want to be hard body, get through this. That's not how it's going to shake out for you, babe. Like we are human. We're going to experience things. We're going to go through things. We're going to need help through some things, but it is all a part of your journey. It's all working together to be the good thing that you are hoping for at the end. Keep those things in mind as you're journeying forward. So the power tool for this week is to pace yourself. Each day, each moment on this journey is going to look different. And when I think back to like when I run or whatever, every part of that race, babe, like it just don't look the same at all. There are some parts where I got my stride going, I'm breathing good, my legs moving great, like I feel good. There are other parts where I feel the throb in my body, that I'm tired or my breathing is less controlled, like all of that, right? And so I'm still running. But how I'm running changes, even in the same day, the same moment, the same minute that I'm running, I could feel different things. But those who endure reap the benefit of running in the first place. Like if you step up to the starting line and you're like, okay, I'm a persevere through this thing. Like I don't like how I feel. I don't like everything that come with this, but I'm going to move forward anyway. You're promised the blessing on the other side. You're promised a benefit. Like you're going to reap a harvest, but only if you stay through on the journey. So how do you stay through along the journey? You pace yourself. You take in the information, right? You allow yourself time to grieve. You partner up with other people. You do new things. You assess the situation at each stage. And as you do that, you figure out what is your pace for that part of your race, for that part of your process. And then you look up and you have journeyed further than you thought was possible when you started. But you can only journey far if you decide to journey at all. Begin, pick it up and pace yourself. You got it. You can do it. And this journey was meant for you. And so I hope this was helpful. I love y'all. And I really am trying to do my best to be as transparent as possible. Okay. <laughs> what I'm going through, what I'm going through and going through this year. So I really just been trying to surrender everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like just really surrender what my plans are, what my ideas are, what my thoughts about myself are. That's why, that's how this episode even came to be. Because there's stuff that I was for real going to break up with if I'm going to have 2023 be the best year of my life. And so I am trying to share with you guys along the way. And so I hope that y'all are taking all the things in. If you want to keep up with your girl, you can be sure to plug into my community on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube channel to be sure that you keep up with all the things here. Episodes and in the course, some vlogs so y'all can see what I'm doing and keep up with your girl. Also, if you need a bit of a power boost to get you through your week, you can subscribe to my newsletter and I pump out a little bit of motivation each and every Wednesday. So be sure that you plug into that. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros.